Hey friend, we just wanted to pop over and remind you of all of the freebies that we have on our website at hustlehumblypodcast.com slash resources. There are quite a few on there. They work for buyers and sellers, for your business, all different things you might need and all for free. Mm -hmm. Alyssa, which one is your favorite? My favorite freebie is the due diligence checklist. Oh, that's a good one and Mm -hmm. so impactful for your buyers. Mm -hmm. It's a great email template. It's a really good one. Uh, My favorite is probably staging checklist. Mm -hmm. I want my sellers to have those houses looking good. Yes, yes. So head over and see which ones you would like to download or get them all. Enjoy. You know, I'm still here. Right. If you need something, you just shoot me leave email. The country. Hi, y'all. Welcome to Hustle Humbly. It's Alyssa and Katie, and we are two top producing realtors in the Baton Rouge market. We work for two different companies where we should be competitors, but we have chosen community over competition. The goal of our podcast is to encourage you to find your own way in business. So stop comparing yourself and start embracing your strengths. Hello. Hi, friends. Hello, it's Alyssa. And this is Katie. And it's episode 60. Yay, number 60. Hooray. I don't know what that means, but it's exciting. Yeah, it seems like a good round number. (laughs) Nice round number. Yeah. Hooray. Um, Today's episode is highly requested. Yes. We'll try to do it justice. And it is the working mom slash parent episode. We are obviously working moms. (laughs) We're moms, just in case you didn't catch that. But uh, Katie's husband, Jay, made sure that we needed to include working dads, working parents in general. Quite honestly, I can't do this working mom gig without a working dad or just a dad. Right. I mean, I just do hard. It would be hard as a single parent. I bless them because they are few that communicate with me through social media and I just and do high volume. Yeah, I know a few single, single parents, parents that are crushing it in real estate. Wow. That I mean, would be hard. I have such respect for those people. Yeah. I don't I know that I would it would be tough for me. Sure. For sure. I like I like my support system. Mm-hmm. I'm I don't know that I would I, I would fall apart. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> Things would be bad. Yeah. But it's nice, too, because, like, you're, we're, me and you are at totally different phases of life. Oh, yeah. Like, your kids are a little older. Mm -hmm. I have Haven, who is four, almost four in February. Mm -hmm. And I told Katie I would let our listeners know. I have, I have one on the way. Yay! Coming in February. The, the children of the corn. Yes, we joked. The children of the corn. Corn. Corn Quarantine children. Everyone is having children or getting them. Or getting a dog, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, so Alyssa has little people. I have little tiny people, and you are out of that phase of life. Yeah. So we can Thank come at it at both perspectives. When people <laughs> ask me if I miss having babies, I'm like, mm, no. Is that wrong? <laughs> like, I'm a, is that wrong? I love babies. Yeah. I just don't miss having my own babies. Right. And I'm at the phase with like the adorable three and a half year old. Yeah. And I'm like, like, let's do that again. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't want you to grow up. I want you yeah, to they're stay so cute. cute. But you know what? My take as a mom and has always been, there are positives and negatives and amazing things and not so amazing things about every age of child. So as long as you look at it in a positive framework, no, I don't miss the baby because now I have these funny like school age kids who are also independent and are really good at not talking in the car while I'm on a work call. Right. <laughs> and like, there are some positive things to be had here and can make their own breakfast and let me sleep late on the weekend. And like, I'm not upset about any age that they are. Sure. Or aren't. Or aren't. Right. 
I'm just happy with all of them. Yeah. There's something good about them all. I mean, when their babies are snuggly and they're sweet and they don't really need a lot of emotional stuff. Right. They just, they need, just need yeah, like you, like life survival stuff. Right. Um, I it's more that, complicated probably Was now. Haven an easy baby? Yes. So are you nervous? No, I'm, I'm going to... Um, You're like, will it to I'm be? I'm going to declare. <laughs> this baby is equally as easy. That this baby will be equally as easy. All right. So Ainsley is my oldest. She's a pushing 11. She's okay. 10. Um, and she was a pretty easy baby. Like okay. She now... Well, we've talked about it a little bit, but she was a great sleeper. Mm-hmm. At five weeks, she slept seven hours a night. Amazing. So she was a very young, early adapter of the overnight sleep. Thank God, because I need my sleep. Yes. Uh, Jack, who is seven now, was a terrible baby. <laughs> he <gasps> was crying a lot and he did not sleep well. And it was torturous. Yeah. He got better over time, but <laughs> it was rough. And I, you know nursed Ainsley told like she was six months old. Yeah. So working that out with like work appointments. Right. I mean, my income definitely took a big nosedive that year, mm-hmm. that year she was a, a baby um, because I was home with her. Right. She went to daycare at nine months. He went to daycare at six. Um, and so those time periods, my mom or someone would come and help. Yeah. You know, if I had to do an appointment out of the house, but I certainly couldn't prospect for extra leads or try and right, generate right. more business. I no. would do what I had and then all the extras just kind of go to the side. It's it's definitely survival with that age of kids. Like you're trying to help them survive right. and you just survive. Like right. you need to nap and like the sleep deprivation is tough. And I think no matter what age your kids are, moms and parents have got to take care of themselves. Uh, they That for sure is not common enough. It's very uncommon. Moms are last. They eat last. They sleep last. They get up first. They, you know, and they expect too much of themselves. Yeah. And I made in my notes, I think moms as a whole and, you know, any parent, we just let society tell us that we're supposed to be doing it all. And that's such a bunch of BS. It's such a bunch of BS. It's such a bunch of BS. I don't want to, nor can I do it all. Right. And I don't like that I feel inferior if I can't be super mom yeah. and a super realtor. Right. And and it's it's um completely illogical. Like I have a, a maid, a mm-hmm. housekeeper. She comes every other week. Mm-hmm. She cleans the bathrooms and mops the floor. Great. <laughs> and you know what? If she didn't come and do it, nobody would. <laughs> right. So either I can have a clean house or I can have a not clean house, but it would take me four or five hours to do the same thing. Right. Why? That's not the highest and best use of my time. No. And I can't think just because I'm taking the day off. Now I also have to be the, you know, housekeeper. Thank God I have the ability to do that. Like I get it. If some people that's just not in the cards right now, but Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean you couldn't get there. Like that's a great goal. Sure. Get it's huge. Yeah. It's not that expensive. Mm -hmm. It's time wise. I mean, if you calculate what you're worth per hour, it's, it doesn't even, compute that you would do it yourself and that may go for anything for you maybe you don't want to do your laundry or you don't want to mow the grass or whatever is on your plate have your groceries delivered if you want exactly (laughs) right like there's nothing wrong with that you can do all these things that's right there's nothing wrong with that okay so what are some of the things that that help you to survive as a working mom um i have to take it day by day yeah so 
my husband Tanner is in law enforcement and his schedule is crazier than my schedule, which is hard to even comprehend. Right. And there is no set like every Wednesday, these are his hours. Right. And so I am kind of on the fly. Yeah. Um, she is in daycare, has been since she could be. Right. Whatever age that started. Probably pretty little. Very little. Yeah. Um, and she loves daycare. Yeah. You know, the now that she's three and a half, those are like her people. Right. Like she's like, why aren't we going to school today? Yeah. We, <laughs> we gotta go. Yeah. Come have on, mom. Have people to talk to. Yeah. She has things to do. Right. But it's been kind of fun seeing her become like this independent person mm-hmm. and even at three and a half, she understands the concept of work. Oh, yeah. And that I can love her and work. Yeah. And that, you know, you have to have goals and be driven. And yes. Sometimes make sacrifices. Yes. And it is what it is. No, and I think it's good for your kids to see you working. Yeah. I mean, as long as you're not ignoring them, I think it's healthy yes. and okay. I have a great story. Okay. Um, so I keep a, a note in my phone of all the funny things that my kids say. Yeah. It, it's there's that time period from about age, you know, two and a half to five when they're so hilarious because right. they say just the craziest stuff. <laughs> um, so those those have a lot more than now. They say a lot less. They're funny, but they don't say things that I'm like, wow, yeah. that's so great. <laughs> but we went to a birthday party in, um, my, in Maplewood in my old neighborhood at a friend's. And I had a listing on the corner that we had to pass going to the party. And on the way home, you know, Ainsley's in the car. She's about three years old. On the way home from the party, uh, we pull the car over because the sign was like falling over in the yard. And so like, I'm like, Jay, pull over. And like, I hop out and I go to like fix up the sign. And he says, Ainsley's in the car. And she says, oh, mom. Oh, no, she's going to say, oh, mom. She says, oh, Katie, she's always working. <laughs> oh, Katie, got to stop and get her signed. That Katie, she's always working. And I'm like, oh, my Lord. And that like some funny. people probably would have been like devastated by that. Oh, my God, my three-year-old kid thinks I'm always working. But I was just like, it's fine. I know I'm not neglecting her. Yeah. Like, I think it's okay that she knows I'm working. It's not a secret. Right. Like, my kids can't possibly think that I'm not. Like, I don't need to make them think that they are everything and I can't work. Like, it can right. be both of those things. Yes. Yes. It's funny because I'm reading a book right now. Just a fun, fun book. Not a, yeah. you know, life-changing <laughs> self-help book. Fun books are good. But it's about um, an Amish family. Mm-hmm. And it's very interesting. But the things that the kids do. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Our kids in 2020 right. have it made. Oh, my God. It is insane. Yeah. Like, your kids are going to be fine. They're going to be fine. <laughs> it's going right. to be okay. Life is pretty easy here in 2020. Yeah. Even with the Maybe COVID and the mask and the whole operation. We needed a challenge. Yeah. That's probably good for them. I know. Now that I'm thinking about it, we needed a challenge. Well, kids aren't the most resilient these days. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's funny. Um, oh, my gosh. Okay. So what are some of the challenges of being a working mom? Because I think a lot of people feel frustrated, maybe. Yes. Um, I would say asking for help is probably the biggest challenge. Yeah. I don't know why we think we have to do it all. Mm-hmm. That's not, that's not how it was ever done. Right. Even when moms weren't working. And you could still ask for help. Yeah. You would get help. Mm-hmm. You would, I mean, like family members would help you. Like yeah. having little children or any children is hard. Um, I think that. I already said this, but society will tell you to do it all. And then we feel like we've got all these mental mindset things to break through. Well, I was going to say the times that some of my biggest parenting fails 
have been when they were intermingling. Right. Like I was getting her in the car to go to school and I did look at my phone when I shouldn't have until I dropped her off and saw something that was like a fire that needed to be put out. Yeah. I can't do anything about it right now. No. But the next 20 minutes until I drop her really off, I'm just about flustered it. and she knows that. She yeah. can feel it and then it just oh, starts off. On the, right. So it's like, if you can... It's not, I know it's not perfect. And I've certainly pulled out my laptop in front of her, yeah. but especially when you're going somewhere and yeah. you, you can't do anything about no. the work situation. No, It's one thing if you're home and the kids are playing and you need to pull yeah. out your laptop and handle something. Mm -hmm. But if you're like driving and your kid right. is in the back seat and your phone is ringing, those are the times that I just lose my cool right. or like I'm not the best <laughs> parent role yeah. model. Because I'm stressed. Right. And get flustered. I mean, that's normal. I think that's normal. Uh, I, here's another one that I've, I don't know why. I just, maybe the feminist in me, like, it pushes so hard against this. Um, when, I don't know if you're really, because Haven's in school, like a school, but at school age, especially. Yeah. The teacher, the therapist, like, you know, Ainsley used to do like speech therapy. Like any, they, they only call, email, text the mom yeah and i'm like hey i'm gonna need you to copy my husband on this because right. your girl's working <laughs> like maybe he's gonna handle it today right like maybe you know like we we really share responsibility of the kids so it's not like he's doing carpool and like it you know it's fine but like that would just irk my nerves so bad because mm -hmm. that's society saying that I not only have to do my job and be good at that, right. I also have to be in charge, like the last stop for this kid's operation. And I'm like, well, I didn't have kids alone. Right. Like, can we? <laughs> Two people made this human. Let's loop, let's loop <laughs> that guy right in here. And I mean, I don't know if that also comes from just like divorce rate and things where like maybe they don't know yeah if the parents really need to be on this you put them on the same email just do it all together you know what yeah They're, especially we y'all know that we're together right and i need he needs to know i don't want to have the extra step of then i have to relay it to him yes just sh yeah but not every single year yeah can you please <laughs> yeah copy every year my husband we both we both this. raise the children Gonna need even him if to it's know. like divorced families, you yeah. still need to know Everyone about need, your child's that's communication. life updates. Yeah, <laughs> communication is huge. Like it's just really odd and interesting. Yeah, and then I like you know I have to laugh because I have always thought you know some people don't get it. I'm like stay at home mom. That's hard. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I wouldn't be a good mom. I don't think. I know. I think it would be rough. So I think I'm really blessed and happy to have the situation that I have. Like I'm good with this. It yeah, works like for my me. my sister and sister in law are stay at home moms, and they rock that. I mean, it's That's amazing. Their thing. Yeah. I know. I can, wow. I just, but I'm here's not. the other thing. I I firmly believe that working moms should not be comparing themselves to stay at home moms. <laughs> Not at all. That's a different it's, it's operation. Totally different. They are running a full time gig of momming, which yeah. is great and amazing. And I couldn't do it. My my kids maybe aren't gonna wear matching socks to school. Yeah. <laughs> like your standards have to be just a scotch lower yeah. if you're a working mom. Like you just can't read can't, your I, quote. Read your quote. Oh read our you, quote. Our favorite quote. Yeah. You can do anything but not everything you can't do everything you can't do everything and i think when i'm saying you have to lower your standards it's like i i can't pinterest mom the <laughs> um the christmas gift for the whole class because no. i had to work like i just 
And I can't expect that I'm going to spend all my free time then also trying to like, oh, be like super mom. Right. I just need to do, I want my kids to be happy. Yeah. And clothed. Yeah. And fed (laughs) and, and, and educated. Yes. All basic needs met. But And I love you. But we don't have to take it to the next level. And if you want to take it to the next level, go for it. You can. It's all on you. That's fine. But I'm here to give you permission to just get by. Right. You don't have to take it to the next level. Yeah. No one's going to remember the gift that you brought for the teacher. Mm-mm. Probably not even the teacher. No. And they don't care. Like, I, so it's just interesting because I think being a working mom is constantly pushing against the forces of the world and like what they say to you and how you judge yourself. There's a lot of self-judgment. But then it's, yes, we we are harder on ourselves. Oh my God. It's super hard. But I do think on the flip side of that, because I am in real estate, I can be super mom at school. Yeah. Not with crafting and not with, <laughs> not with but gifts you can be or decorating, present. but I can be present. I do. I love to, I volunteer at school. I like to be present. Yes. And I'm excited that I have a career mm-hmm. that lets me not, not only lets me, but encourages Absolutely. me to be in front of the people, you know, meet the teachers uh-huh. and meet the other parents. Yeah. And I wrote that in my note. Kids are an easy, natural conversation starter. <laughs> yes. And so it's very easy to build your database. Yeah. Like it's it's not weird or ooey or like not. uncomfortable. You go to school, you're serving the lunch, you ask the other, you say hi to the other mom. The other mom says, hey, what do you do? What do you do? Like, okay, great. You're Haven, in the database. Every year, Haven's Daycare has a fall fest. Mm-hmm. So I've been, I've been the volunteer yeah. all day on that day. Yeah. And like a lot of the moms and dads will bring like i built this like jay your husband would probably right. show up with the booth that you yeah. built yeah. that it looks like a pumpkin that yeah. lights up and you know all the moms are crafting these cute little goodie bags and i'm like um text me your coffee order <laughs> and i'll pick up the coffee i think that's fine <laughs> you know everyone has a place but right. that's my place everyone has i'm not a gonna place. i'm not gonna craft anything or make anything and you're present and the only thing your child is going to remember is that you were there. Yeah. And it's going to be fine. Right. Right. And so it's amazing. like, you know, because growing up, my dad was the appraiser. My mom was corporate America. Mm-hmm. So my dad was at the field trips. My dad was at yeah. all the things. And I remember that, yeah. you know, and I'm excited that like I get to be that parent. Yeah. That, that's so fun. That can be there. Yeah. I like that. And it's kind of part of our job. Yeah. But I'll say when I eased into that, so like before Haven, I was a part of all of these um, just networking groups yeah. and different things. Well, in order to be a good mom and realtor, I had to drop, I had to swap. Yeah. I had to drop some of those groups yeah. to be the good well, mom Because you're not going to go do the, the after five stuff. Yeah. And I mean, I don't have time. You can't do it all. No, you can't. So mm-hmm. I had to be realistic with yeah. that and say, okay, well, I know that I'm not going to be able to be in this yeah. group and do all these things, but I can meet people and network and keep my face mm-hmm. alive over here. Yeah, for sure. So I think it's good. I think it's super good. And it's, it's very effortless. Now the baby part is the tougher part because you're not yeah. going to be out in the public. Right. With the baby, but the, but the older they get, the more opportunities you get to meet people, mm-hmm. which leads right into my next thing. Um, I also keep my kids on very minimal extracurricular activities. Okay, like if you're in a sport, you each get one sport, mm-hmm. or you each get a, you know, piano or whatever it is. Like, and with mm-hmm. COVID, it's kind of been nice because right now we don't do nothing. Yeah, we there are school. no extras. 
we go to school and we come home. I mean, some people are, I think, getting back to like sports and stuff, but I'm just, we're, we're not. Like it, we just haven't. And it's been nice. And, but I always feel like I've been an under scheduling type of parent. Yeah. Like I know parents that are working parents that are, you know, I know them from school and they've got, you know, the kids in tennis and piano and, you know, everything, all the things, dance, basketball. I don't know all of them, but like every night of the week and I'm like, Ooh, yeah, I, I know myself. And I think that's key. Yeah. If you were a go, 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 and you love being scheduled and you love being out of your house, live it up. Right. But I also think it's hard because sometimes we project that onto our kids. Like mm-hmm. we love to the, the go, but maybe they don't love the go. Yeah. Maybe they want to watch TV sometimes. I just, <laughs> my kids play with their neighbors. They go outside. I'm like, you need to have some freedom when your whole day has been so structured by right. school. I'm like, I, it's okay to just do nothing or go yeah. in the yard and like use your imagination or whatever. So I think that um, I just don't overschedule them because I don't want to go all weekend long. Well, we need a day off. Right. They need a day off. Yeah. It's okay to have days where you just don't do anything. Yeah. Right. That's okay. But uh, we have to tell them. That's not the message. It's okay. That's not the message the of the world, world today. That's but, not the message But it is okay. It is okay to do nothing. And necessary. You, you have to have time with your kids just in normal life. Yeah. Like doing normal things. Like teaching them to do the dishes and do like, Mm -hmm. anyway. uh... Hello friends. We are so excited that so many of you are using the template course and the reviews are just pouring in, letting us know that it has helped your business as much as it has helped our business. Yes. Listen to this review. Thank you so much for providing this wealth of information, knowledge in template form. So far I've used a handful and received positive feedback like, this is so professional, or I really appreciate how organized you are. I mean, can you imagine? Yeah. Your clients are actually going to say that. Yes. All right, here's another one. Thank you so much for this. I can't tell you how many times I've started this and how many notebooks of samples and notes I had. <laughs> I have ADHD and it is super hard to stay focused on getting it done. Having it all in one place is going to make it so nice. That is what we're here for. No, just look, you don't need to reinvent the wheel. Just yeah. use these. Yeah, nice and simple, easy, ready to go, ready for you to put your own logo on, make it sound like you. So head over to hustlehumblypodcast.com slash course slash course and check it out that's right and you're going to enjoy them you're going to love them you're going to change your life literally fired <laughs> my assistant they are the best <laughs> okay, enjoy the template yes enjoy one of my other logistical things and we've talked about this a little bit because you do it when you have your day off at home not day off but you're like work from home day yeah i do the laundry all in one day Oh, I'm kind of a batch laundry as well. <laughs> I, I know people who do laundry every single day. God bless you because it's never over. <laughs> I, I like make a full on commitment Saturday morning or Friday night. The laundry starts. Yeah. And typically it is done. I mean, within no more than 48 hours. And that's sure. it. Yeah. No laundry unless there's some sort of emergency is right. being run other days of the week. Mm. That way on Monday morning. This is my working mom thing. <laughs> Monday morning is like my favorite. Okay. I love my children. I'm happy they are here. You know what's funny? What? Me too. Is it your favorite? Coming out of this three-day Labor Day weekend. Today is Tuesday. Right. It was, (laughs) I was like, bye. See you, lady. I love you. Go to school. I know. It's time to go. Monday morning is my favorite. I know. I want to put the house back together and clean the counter and make sure all the laundry is put away from the weekend laundry. And then I walk into my office feeling like, I'm at zero, right? Yes. Like everything is starting fresh. 
I'm feeling good about that. Um, and whenever they were home at the end of the school year from COVID, yeah, it was like the never ending summer. I know. <laughs> and I was in the house because I let my kids play in the in the living. We have a yeah. floor plan. Like they bring out toys and stuff in the living room. I want to be near them. I'm right. not like you have to play in your room. But the constant mess right. is like my my dining room table was covered in Legos from March through August. Like, yeah, like the you whole just time. got cleaned. Mm-hmm. Like going back to school for my mental health is big. Yeah, so I'm like I I gotta like well take you know a beat. in the email episode mm-hmm. where we just talk about keeping your email cleanly and keeping on top of things. Mm-hmm. And how we, I talk about how your email, the condition of your email is usually similar to the condition of your closet. Yeah. The condition of your refrigerator. Yep. The condition of your house. Mm -hmm. Like if you're, if where you live and if your space is full of clutter, if it's messy, if it's unorganized. Like the piles of laundry on the couch. (laughs) Yes. I cannot. All of that. that. All of that carries over into your business. Yes. Because you feel like out of sorts no matter where you go whether it's work or home mm-hmm. you feel unorganized you feel like you have this long to-do list you know like you don't have it under control it's not under that's control. what monday is about for me yeah everything is under control and i think that's a perfect day i have our cleaning lady scheduled to come on monday do you so You're it's like, like i'm really getting clean yeah and then you know to get ready for her i have to pick tidy. up yeah. tidy up mm-hmm. and then i come home and the floors are mopped yeah, and everything's like, look good. at this yeah and like usually by monday i'm trying to like clean out email and mm-hmm. I think you need a reset day for sure you need a goal in you know working moms or just like people who have who <laughs> aren't the tidiest people yeah and it's a struggle like I know it, we're kind of going off on a tangent here yeah but all of these things are intertwined yes into your overall success yes, yes. and I do think that we are so lucky to have flexible schedules in that I also as much as I cannot be a stay-at-home mom, I also cannot be an eight-to-five working mom. Mm-mm. That would be hard. I don't know how people do it. Like get out, get dressed, get out the door, get the kids, like everyone gone, and then you're at your desk at eight a.m. Like whoa, that's serious. And then you have like limited time to if they get sick or you got to be real efficient. Oh yeah, you have limited time if you have to take the day off. Yeah, I know. you only have so many. Oh okay. Thank thank the Lord that we are realtors. Yeah because I just don't know, like, this is what's perfect for me. Um, Okay, what about, we had a question from a listener. Okay. That was, when is it appropriate to take your kid to work? So people see sometimes Haven is with you. Yes. Um, I've taken the kids on occasion to an appointment. When do you feel like it is appropriate? I really don't enjoy doing it. Yeah. It does stress me out, but I will say, I'm gonna first talk about the newborn days. Okay. When she was first born, I would, I I think after like six weeks, I like snuck out of the house and did things and came back in time, like between nursing and, you know, whoever was there, whether it was my husband or his mom or whoever was helping me. But then before she could start school, you know, I've had her for three months at this point. I still had like one more month before she, her spot opened at daycare. Wow. But real estate is resuming and people are like, okay, you had the baby and now you're back. Right. Right. There were times where I just had to bring her with me. I don't know. Okay. So one of my favorite movies is 
Riding in Cars with Boys okay. with Drew Barrymore. All right. It's, have you ever seen it? I don't think okay, so. Okay, you watch it. I do like Anyway, that. she has to bring her little boy on an interview, and yeah. she's, like, stressed, and she's angry, and she's, like, keeping her composure during the interview, but the guy interviewing her keeps looking behind her at her kid sitting in the chair behind her, and she goes, and he's like, I'm just worried, you know, that you're going to be, and she's like, distracted yeah you know like i'm right. i'm fine are yeah, you not you're, you're yeah the you're the one that has the problem i'm fine oh, but man. it's like i kind of would just show up and own it and mm-hmm. not really pay, i know this is horrible i don't want to say not pay much attention you would just be like there's a baby here there's but... a baby here but let's talk about the inspection how did the inspection go like right. i wanted them to know that yes that i had to bring my baby but i am here because this is your home inspection yeah and i'm here to make sure right I'm going to let you know that I'm handling this yeah. and that this we're here to discuss this. Yeah. Yes, there's a baby here. But and like, honestly, I wouldn't take it out. I wouldn't take her out. I'm calling her it. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't take oh, her out man. and be like, oh, look, my li-. no, I try yeah. to just be like, and sure, my clients were sweet. And we're like, oh, my gosh, look at the baby. And I'm like, yeah. So how are you feeling about the home inspection? Right. Right. Like I wanted them to know. And you did have the clients that were unhappy that you brought them in. Yeah, I had. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then, well, so I had the ones that were kind of like, oh, you brought, baby. you brought the baby, great, wonderful. And then I had one girl and her husband. They were referred to me by a friend. Okay. And I didn't really know her that well. And, and like, I liked her, but I couldn't quite get that connection. And I was in a bind. And so I texted my friend that referred her. I said, hey, I'm showing so-and-so a house this afternoon. Right. I got like, the baby. J- I, I, I'm in a bind. I have one more person I could call. I really don't want to call, but I could. Do, do I need to make that call or is it okay to bring the baby? And she said, you need to make that call. <gasps> She's like, do not. She was like, don't baby. bring the baby. I was like, gosh, darn it. Okay. And I don't know why, but some people just aren't kid people. That is know? so interesting. Look, and I, I kind of got that vibe, which is why I you knew in your gut, you knew in my gut. I knew So that's a good point. This I isn't the right client in your gut. You will know. That's right. There is not a hard and fast rule to when you could bring your kid to work with you. Right. I think you will know based on the client and the situation. I don't think you're going to take your kid to a closing. No. Okay. Yeah. But you might take your kid to remove a sign and lockbox. Oh, yeah. Or do a final walkthrough. I will say if it's something like removing a sign or just doing yeah, or just dropping two of stuff you. off, running errands, yeah. picking up deposit checks. She's with me lots, lots, especially during COVID. She was with yeah. me all the time. Right. Um, but if the client is going to be present, mm-hmm. I am very sensitive to it. Yeah. I had to take Jack when he was an infant to listing photos. So we'd already done the listing appointment and I'd been there like alone, but I had to meet the photographer and get the key, put the lockbox on it. There was no other way. Like I had to take him and I don't even remember if the seller was there and I still felt that the seller might've been there, but I had to hold, like he was being fussy. I had to hold him the whole time. Yeah. I was just like, Oh, I wanted to like crawl into a hole. I was just like, Oh my God. I mean, like I didn't have a choice. It was fine. Like it was fine. Yes. It's us that feel probably the most. Well, it's also because we're such professionalism preachers yes. that it, that's pretty tough to be professional and also have a kid with you. I mean, right. because right then you got to be the mom first. Mm-hmm. You, I don't care what you say. You're still the mom first. Um, I had a final walkthrough recently that I had to bring her to. Mm-hmm. And so I got there early. Yes. 
turn all the lights on, mm-hmm. made sure that I'm not trying to do the lockbox with a kid talking, right. you know, and stressing me out. Right. Um, and I brought her little iPad and put on a movie. And when my clients got there, she was sitting in the corner with goldfish in a movie. She was like, I'm good. Yeah. She didn't say a word. Until, and I, and I, she's three now. So I can say right. mommy is at work. These are mommy's clients. I need you to listen. And mm-hmm. if you're good, we can go home and have a popsicle. Right. But if you're not good, no popsicle. So it's like, that's helpful, you know, but it still yeah. took, I needed, I got there about 15 minutes early to make mm-hmm. sure I got the Wi-Fi hooked up to the iPad from my phone yeah. to get her settled because I didn't want to be doing all of that whenever they were whenever there. They, and they were only there for 15 minutes because it was, it was a final walkthrough yeah. and she was great. And I right. was like, okay, that was fine. Yeah. But I don't think it's professional to be the parent that the, the professional that brings the kids. Yes. That's, Sprinting, and I don't care if my clients' kids are sprinting around the house. Right. This is their house soon to be. Yeah, not. But not I my am kid. the right. Yeah, this is not going to be my house. Right. And so my kid, if present, is is going to be yeah. quiet and not talk to you. I've taken <laughs> right. I've taken Ainsley on showings, and she actually likes houses, and she likes to see them, and yeah. she likes the showings. And I've taken her before, but I've also been like, hey, like she for a while, she'd be like, she wanted to go to every one. I'm like. You understand that we're going to be there a long time. Right. It's going to be boring. After you see the house, they're going to ask a lot of questions that you don't care about. And it's not just going to be in and out. Um, And so I think after a little while, she learned if it was one house with a certain type of client, then maybe that was fine. But I would never do that on like a weekday, even in the summer. Mm -hmm. Um, On the weekend, it's so funny because it's almost like if I'm giving you my weekend time to show you a house... And I feel like it's appropriate for you as a client. You are more likely to get my kid on a weekend. Sure. Obviously. I mean, they're also at school. So. Yeah. But I'm like, you know what? If you want to see a house on Sunday, uh, you know, one in the afternoon, you might also have to get my kid. Right. Because it's Sunday. Right. You might know? Happen. And if you are in a bind and you don't want to bring your kid and there's no way around it, it's okay to say, I am booked at that time. Yes. I have other appointments. Can we go... This day right. at this time. I, that's a great point. Now, when Haven was born, mm-hmm. I did not have an assistant or anything, but I had four agents in my office mm-hmm. that I was super close with that said, look, we'd be happy to help you yeah. with whatever you have until you need us. So I had a few buyers that I was currently working with that right. I, I basically just gave one or two to each person yeah depending on personality Mm -hmm. and then if when they closed i gave them a referral fee right because these are people i had already been working with yeah some of them did all the showings while you were yeah i even still handled repair requests and things like that things i could do from the computer Mm -hmm. when i got home from the hospital and got settled maybe like three or four days after getting home i sent an email to all my clients and said hey guys i just want to let y'all know i'm home I'm checking email. Let me know if you have any questions. Right. I have people helping me. Mm-hmm. And I told them that before. I, before. Yeah, they knew. Yeah, they knew. I'm not Yeah, I'm not leaving the mm-hmm. country for, you know, I'm still here. Right. And if you need something, you just shoot I'm me an email. not leaving the country. Yeah, just let me know. Right. I have people helping me. They just, yeah, they needed to know everything's yeah. fine. I have a plan. You're going to be good. Yeah. And then it was just like, as new people came in, like new referrals mm-hmm. or whatever, I would either work them mm-hmm. or refer them depending yeah. on, like if it was a listing. So this, 
I can remember Haven was like three weeks old. Okay. And I got a call and it was to list a house. Okay. And it was a referral. They didn't know I'd had a baby. They'd never met me before. So this is going to be like my first. I called my mother-in-law. I was like, can you come sit with Haven for like two hours? I And I literally nursed, handed her to Tanner's mom, ran out the door, ran to the appointment, met with them. They had... They never knew yeah. that I, I never told them. They, they didn't never need asked. to know. Yes. I listed their house. Everything went fine. It sold quickly. Yeah. Kept, I didn't have to pay any referral fee. Yeah. It was fine. Well, it, listings. It fine. Yeah. Yeah. If it had been a buyer. It's totally different. It's totally different, especially if they're starting from scratch. Well, the time commitment out of your home is always greater for a buyer than a seller. Yes. Always. Mm-hmm. If you can transition to more listings before mm-hmm. you have a baby, great. Right or while you have little people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's true. It's just a lot easier. You can manage a listing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I also think that my perspective and ability to enforce my boundaries and my safety practices changed after I had children. For sure. I'd be like, I'm a mom. Like, I can't get killed at a showing because <laughs> I need the money. Like, Because yeah. I didn't ask the right questions. Right. Like, <laughs> also, I don't have time to let you go look at a bunch of houses without getting pre-approved. Right. I, I have other stuff I need to be doing. Yes. So, like, it really has to be more urgent. It has to be, you have to be better vetted. Mm-hmm. I don't want to work with you random people off the internet. I, Y'all, my business was successfully built on online leads. Yeah. Before I had children. Sure. Like. Now, once I had kids, and I'll tell you, I, we I, we might come back to it. I'm sure we will actually one day. I'm not going to go into all the details, but I had a really scary incident happen. Like the scariest thing that's ever happened to me as a realtor was while I was nine months pregnant. Mm. And I was just like, mm, okay, oh, like it's time to really hone this in. So yeah. I think that it's a good, easy excuse to like what, whatever it helps get you in the right frame of mind to be like, I have to have boundaries. Yeah. Like I don't, my, my kids are putting them on me. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sorry. Someone's got to pick them up from school or bring them to school or feed them dinner or whatever. But those boundaries are getting forced upon me by the people who I need to keep alive. Right. So yes. it's kind of nice in a way. It is. Like you don't, I mean, but you have acquired a whole nother job. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. I always find it interesting to talk to agents that had children when they started yeah so you and i are coming from a different perspective because we were both like not without we weren't moms when we started real estate so we got through that tough part Mm -hmm. before we added on the layer of kids Mm -hmm. and i think a big key is finances yeah i mean if you don't have savings and no one is supporting you and you're trying to start a family it's going to be a tough career to get started in yeah but I think if you do have a spouse or family that is helping you, yeah. you can mm-hmm. have the luxury of yeah. getting started while having a starting a family. Yeah. You know, but I think it's really perfect. And you'll find a lot of new agents who are like school age moms. Yes. Where they were maybe stay at home when they were kids were there. And now they've gone off to school and they're like, well, I do have some time here where I could do something else. So yeah. it's that seems to be a pretty nice fit. Mm hmm. Because I can remember when I was new, there was like a handful of um, ladies in our office and they kind of all left around the, in the same year because yeah. of finances. Oh, Like they loved real estate, mm-hmm. but they couldn't give it the two to three years it takes That's to have hard. some income because yeah. they they needed quick income yeah. 
consistent. They didn't have a choice, you know? And so I think it's just something to really evaluate because, and that's, you know, we talk a lot about um, knowing what you're getting into ahead of time. So you don't waste time because if you aren't financially prepared to start real estate Mm -hmm. as a single mom or just the sole provider of your family financially, if that burden is on you, if you aren't prepared financially, it, it may not be the right time. Right, it'll be really tough. And you also just need to prepare for, like, what am I going to do for these two years? Mm-hmm. And how are we going to make it? Because you don't want to waste all this time in real estate school. You waste time and money getting licensed. Yeah. Only to find out that this timing isn't the right season of life. Yes. And it's finances is, you know, the biggest reason people get out of real estate so yeah. quickly because they don't have time to wait. Right, right. And you need time. Yeah, for sure. Agree. Mm-hmm. Okay. What else about the working moms? Um, or dads or dads. Yeah. I mean, I think the day by day thing, and that's hard for me sometimes because I am a planner. Yeah. And I like to have everything like ready to go and know what we're doing. But like I said, with me and Tanner's schedule, mm-hmm. it is very like literally some mornings, most mornings we wake up and it's, what do you have today? Wait, that's so funny. Every night before bed or during dinner or at breakfast every day, what are you doing today? Right. What are you doing today? Because yeah. we both have different schedules. And I'll be like, this is this. And and I think we've talked about it on the Anna Cornick episode. My calendar after, probably now after 2 p.m., if I have an appointment, it is shared. Okay. Because that because the kids get out at 2.45. So if I am in an appointment after 2 p.m., that calendar, he doesn't need to know every listing appointment I go on at no. 10 in the morning. But if it affects him but, and he needs to be well, somewhere. But if it affects the family schedule, which yeah. is like 2.45 on, they're, in, they're on our time. Right. Then they got to know. Or if I have to be at an appointment very early in the morning. or I mean, like, that's the thing. You have to have systems in place for your schedule. Yeah. Because y- it'll fall apart real mm-hmm. quick. Or like, you, you can't do it all. Right. Yeah. Okay. So y'all are always say, hey, what are you doing today? Yeah. <laughs> are you picking them up? Are you picking right. up and I'm picking up? And then it's nice if you have additional family support. Like, is, yeah. do you have a grandparent that can help? Do you yeah. have a babysitter or cousin? Like, you know. And if you don't, I highly recommend finding that one or two people that you can call on your list. Yeah. I even had a, a client recently that I just loved. She was like the sweetest sweetest girl ever it was actually her and her fiance they're getting married and um she's in school and she is a speech therapist Mm -hmm. and is going back to school but she was like while i'm back in school if you ever need a babysitter you know you were like yeah oh my gosh like that's amazing and i I, and in my heart i was like i would trust you great put her on the list yes like but i think it's so important yeah because you have to have a life for sure and i I'm slightly obsessed with Haven. I mean, <laughs> if you know me, you know I'm like obsessed with her. But I have got to take care of myself and I need my time. Yeah. Equally as much. Yeah. So I think that you can't just neglect your marriage and your family yeah. and your work. Yeah. Like it's okay to spread it around. Yeah. I think that's And fine. to have that person that you know you can call. Yeah. And it may take, you know, two people, maybe three. Yes. That you 
trust and don't wait till you're in a bind. No, that's right. To find those those people. You need need to list. Yeah, ask friends who have kids or if they go to daycare or church, Mm -hmm. like who is their Sunday school teacher, you know? Right. It's just like when we talked about having the partner, the teammate, the other agent who is also your, if you need someone to run and do the showing, like yeah. there's, it doesn't matter how many people on the list I call, I'm stuck with these kids today. Well, who can help you with the showing? Like vice versa. Yeah. Who else is on that support system? And look, I, I'm i like, I will pay you. Yeah. If I need you to go do something for me. Yeah. I'm not going to be the person that's known for like always asking. No, right. And never Right. Pe- you, you know, try like, to take advantage. Yeah. Like, I'm like, if I need help, you know, I'm going to take care of the people yeah. who help me. Agree. So I think it's just really important to have those people you can call with work. Yep. Have the people you can call to help with kids mm-hmm. if you don't have family For in sure. town. And even if you have family, it's just good to have like one non family member to yeah. not what wear if out. y'all are all doing something together? Yeah. You know, birthday mm-hmm. dinner. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's all I had on my working mom notes. I think it's good. You got them all. Perfect. It's a it's a it's a tough little balancing act. It is, and I think it just requires a lot of grace. Yeah, give yourself I'm not grace. always great at giving myself that. Like some nights, I'm like, did I fail the mom thing today? I don't or... think you can. They're still alive. Like it's I fine, know. right? Everything. They're not irreparably good. damaged. Yeah. Hopefully, <laughs> no. They're gonna be fine. Right. It's all levels. Okay, I love it. Do you have the? toast. I do have the toast. Let us hear it. So while we had many people many <laughs> request this episode. We will probably hit this one again at some point. Yeah, I think we'll have to. Um, I specifically, we specifically wanted to toast to, I think it's Linnea mm-hmm. Michelle. Okay. Um, she is a flight attendant yeah. turned realtor Yep. in Charleston, South Carolina. Aww. And she is having her first baby due in February. And she's trying to figure out new mom life. And new, new agent new life. New agent life. Bless her. And so we just wanted to give her a shout out and a yep. toast, toast and encouragement. You can do this. You can do it. You can do all it things. It is all doable. Yep. Um. And so we hope this helped answer your questions. Know, hopefully. If you have specific questions, though, that we didn't touch on, we will, like you yeah. said, do this again. So... Send, send us them. your questions. Send them in. HustleHumblyPodcast at gmail.com. Perfect. So cheers to all the working moms out yeah, there. Cheers to y'all. You're doing a great job. Okay. Bye, friends. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Hustle Humbly Podcast. Let us know who we should toast to for the next episode. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Hustle Humbly Podcast. If you have an episode, topic, or question, please email us at hustlehumblypodcast at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. See you next week. Bye. This is the good life.